Who Gives a Fork? I'm Jez. And I'm Nina. And we're in South and Central America, behind the scenes at some of the world's best known foods. And some other things thrown in. Okay, so we are going slightly off piece this week with a special episode on roses. Chances are that if you buy roses in the supermarket back home, you might well be getting them from Ecuador. Uh, Ecuador is the main uh, flower producer of the world, and we recently went to see one of uh, one of those farms. We went to meet uh, Eduardo Latorte, who is farmer and founder of a rose growing company Hoya Verde up in Cayambe, which is just north of Quito, the capital of Ecuador, and is the main flower-growing region of Ecuador. And uh, yeah, we really liked Eduardo, didn't we, Nina? Yeah, he was a really nice guy, really interesting. Uh, He studied agriculture in New Zealand before uh, returning to Ecuador and and setting up this flower business with his father. Um, He was also one of the the pioneers of fair trade rose production in the area. And he was really passionate about um, workers' rights and and all the sort of um, the new projects that fair trade has been able to fund um, in, in the area. Um, and he had another interesting part to his story, didn't he? Yeah, he's pretty cool. He's also diversified into coffee and chocolate production, which obviously Ecuador is also known for. Um, and we'll be hearing more about that in another episode. But first of all, we started off in one of his beautiful rose greenhouses. Oh, wow. So what? Oh, this is a massive greenhouse we just walked into. And wow, these roses are really tall. You would never let your rose grow this tall in your garden, would you? I'm an experienced rose grower myself. Are you not? This is almost one hectare greenhouse. Okay. Wow. Uh, everything is done by drip irrigation. It, it, it uh, irrigates every um, twice a day. It gives the fertilizer and water twice a day. Can you explain what is it about? the Ecuadorian climate and soil and particularly in the Andes that makes it perfect for roses? Altitude uh, and daylight. So we have 12 hours of sunlight uh, all year round. Um, so that uh, the flower, the stem gets longer, you see, even one meter. Um, and also the head size is bigger than you will find in other places. Uh, for example, in Europe, you need heating uh, or light for maybe six, seven months of the year. Here we don't we don't use heating. We don't need light, so it's less. Uh, you need less input to produce a higher quality flower. What what does the altitude do? What does that? Two thousand eight hundred meters. Oh, um, cold. Hmm. It give you cold with light. Right. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, it will be if it's at that sea level, it will be a small head size. And um, yeah, the, and the color will not be the same. Mm. So you need time and, and temperature and low temperature to grow nice. So being in the Andes, you get a longer stem and a bigger head. And yes. you were saying earlier that in particular in Ecuador, your the, the quality of the flowers in terms of the, the density of color is better as well. Yes. And you're saying that's because there's more photosynthesis going yes, on. Yes, and the sugar, daylight. there's more sugar. So mm. it, it lasts longer in the vase. It has more reserve. So that's one of the... So if you want brighter coloured flowers and longer lasting flowers, you need to buy them from Ecuador. You need to buy from Ecuador. And if you want them fair trade, you need to buy from you too. Yes, (laughs) so everything is here. (laughs) 
So we then moved from the greenhouse into the pack house, which is where the roses are sorted and graded and, and prepared. And Eduardo told us that this year he expects to sell 25 million stems, um, mainly to the US, Russia and Europe. It's quite amazing, really. Quite an incredible number, really, wasn't it? Yeah, to, huge. To really see massive. all of that sort of packed up and laid out in the pack house like that. And he um, he also told us uh, how quickly the roses end up yeah. on someone's table, which I thought was... Well, I'd never really thought how... I suppose it's like anything, isn't it? It's like any type of food commodity now. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he said, I think it was on average um, six days from, from stem to vase, although that does depend on, on where it's going, obviously. Russia takes a lot longer um, and, and things like that. So that was really interesting. Um, what else did he tell us? Told us about the, the trends, the colour trends, which I'd never, ever thought that roses, you know, different colours of roses were in or out yeah. according to other things going on in, in fashion and uh, society. Yeah, turns out they're really linked to, um, to, yeah, to high fashion, really, and luxury interiors and, and those kind of glossy uh, magazine edits you see with the colours, um, although the colour schemes are, are very much, um, you know, a, a deliberate choice and a flower a flower is 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 similar it's linked to that which yeah. is really interesting yeah so let's find out some more it's absolutely beautiful it smells amazing in here it's a big warehouse and there are these kind of uh sort of upright stands where all the roses are bunched and sorted quite incredible what have we got so we've got big kind of orange what are these called these called shukrani Shukrani. Shukrani. Wow. Yeah, I think it's an African word. This is called uh, Moana. Big yellow Moana. ones. Moana. Moana. Ah, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> this is Mondial. Big white ones. Nina. 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 Nina, that's you're my name. That's Nina, the beautiful Lovely, orange. Long big, stem. Big red and <laughs> just like you. <laughs> this is Top Explorer. <laughs> This is Fiesta. Oh, stripey. Fie the pink yeah. stripey one. Yes, that's a special Wow, one. I've never seen something like that. Yeah. It's like um, rhubarb and custard. Yeah. Yes. Wow. So, so do some of yeah. these, uh, are they preferred by certain countries? Yes. So, for example, uh, the Nina, where Nina, is she most popular? Nina is a long stem. It goes to Russia. Oh, really? Yes. So Mon I should go to Russia. Uh, <laughs> Mondial also is very important in Russia. Okay. This is more, uh, the yellow is more for the States, and maybe this is more for Europe. The orange ones, the, more the, for Europe. Yes. You were saying orange is quite in at the moment. Well, yes, yeah, becoming in again. Yeah. Because it was pinky and vintage before, and now it's uh, we need the stronger, darker colors. Is is there any? Do you know what kind of influences that trend? How do the trends kind of change? Is it to do with um, fashion? Yeah. People said. Uh, I think it's fashion more than that. Is it interior color. fashion? Yes, I think, I think it's, it's related. Not clothing, not like women's I think clothing, fashion, like luxury yeah. fashion yeah. items. It's, it's a vintage has been in for the last three, four years. So pastel colors has to go with the vintage. Ah, so interesting, so isn't it? It's, it's, it has some relation, yeah. So we have the, to adapt. Yeah. We have to adapt to the, to the trends. So it's, it's, a, it's a fashion business. I then asked Eduardo to tell us more about the journey of a rose and um, the importance of the cold chain, which, um, if you don't know, is sort of a, uh, a big fridge um, which a flower goes into um, and keeps it, it keeps it fresh throughout its whole journey and um, is also something that I've never had to explain outside of an industry <laughs> context. So good luck with that. <laughs> Here's Eduardo. <laughs> 
example, the, in, the, in the greenhouse, we cut, let's say, for example, on a Monday, mm -hmm. we cut the stem, then it's processed the same Monday, it's shipped on Tuesday, it flies on a Wednesday, and it can be Thursday already, Thursday, Friday in the consumer. And or, what, yeah. what happens to it during that time? You're obviously cutting it and it's, how is it sort of kept perfect for cold that amount chain. of time? You need a cold chain. Mm -hmm. You need to have to cool the flower, to make it sleep. So we are in about, we keep it at one, two Celsius. And then in, in the, the, the track to the airport also is around three, four Celsius. So the, the, the cold, you must keep the cold chain. And then at the yeah. other end, how do you wake it back up again? Just water. Water. And then they will, they will, and room temperature, and that's it. If too hot or, or, or um, yeah, if it's too hot, it will, uh, sometimes the flower will not drink water enough, in, uh, fast enough, and they will collapse. Are roses some of the, the longer lasting flowers? Because in Britain we have a lot of the summer flowers and I think they don't last as long. No? Yeah, sure. a rose will be one of the long lasting right. or some foliage may lo last long also. Is that why they like to give them for Valentine's Day? Because it's a sign that your love is going to last long. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Try, Nina. That's really Maybe that, I haven't thought about that. <laughs> I kind of wanted to ask him, is his house filled with flowers? I know, I do wonder if you'd be sick of flowers if you weren't in it. Do you think, do you think he's got a really plain house and nothing in it? No colour? <laughs> yeah, he said he liked, he said his favourite his favorite flower was uh, the free spirit. Free, free spirit, which was a bright orange one, I think. We've lost the car now. But he likes the Nina, no. no. Tall and slender. And Who wouldn't? <laughs> what a rose. <laughs> been listening to who gives a fork brought to you by me nina and me jez keep listening as we travel around ecuador and then into colombia visiting farms plantations and food producers see you next time